0: all right all my good people on the internet all over the world we're back at it another episode of Fandemonium, our specials where we dive deep into all the subjects that make us go wild in pop culture and um you know if you if you guys are have been rocking with war media for a while you should recognize the guy alongside me here dedrian cologne and uh you know, a wrestling expert, wrest you know, a rising star in the wrestling media, has the the pod, as the platform, I should say, House of Wrestling, that is going out doing a lot of great things, covering all the federations, all the promotions, and all the uh, talents that we love so what so much in the world of wrestling. Dedrian is here with me to wrap up one of the wildest years of professional wrestling that there's ever been and to give us a little peek ahead into what he thinks going to happen in next year which could be even wilder but uh you know you know like i said if, you, if you've if been rocking with war for a while you know me and dedrian have done wrestling specials and segments uh you know uh, quite often well this is the first one we're doing with the find the fandom show uh, i figured it, it fits because you know And on Fandemonium, we talk about Marvel and movies and all all types of wild stuff. So I'm I'm kind of folding in the wrestling stuff into the Fandemonium coverage overall, because wrestling is pop culture, is, is, you know, it's sort of getting back to that place where it was, you know, it's as close as it's ever been, I think, since the 90s, the late 90s, early 2000s, when wrestling was really on top and making a lot of money a lot of people are making a lot of different money and wwe was challenged wwf still at that point was given as much of a challenge as it's ever been and uh you know it is interesting now to draw back from that history of you know so long wwe wwf was unchallenged you know eventually AEW comes along into tw- in 2019. It reestablishes uh, a for the first time really since WCW a legit second, uh, you know a legit second option in America for wrestling. And you know, leading up to this year, it was it's a, it was as strong as it's ever been. But it's also faced a lot of challenges this year. And on top of that, you know you have with the wwe the whole transition what of what we probably never really expected to see uh you know i, I don't know how i'll let you tell it how you expected it but i i, I personally never expected to see the wwe change hands of, of its control with vince mcmahon still above ground but seen for six months now what the w we seen a post Vince McMahon WWE, so let's just start it with that because that's with with as much as much craziness has happened in in 2022, and as many storylines as you could pick out that will probably top most wrestling years, you know, and we'll get into a lot of those as well. But the the big story this year has to be Vince McMahon stepping down from WWE and the WWE moving on. So, I mean, uh, let's just start with that, man. What, what's your take on how that all happened? Man. What is meant for wrestling.
1: It's, it's funny you mention that because a lot of people, have, you know, that's pretty much up there. Right behind it is Brawl Out with the whole CM Punk, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega thing. But what's yeah. wild, about 2022, you had the Vince thing, you had Triple H taking over, Brawl Out, you had Cody Rhodes going to WWE. Yeah, Sasha Banks and Naomi walking out. You yeah, had, was it, uh, the whole backstage drama in the AEW, all that. And you know what's buried underneath all those stories? Stone Cold returned and have a match. Nobody's talking about that. Like yeah. seven, was it seven, was it nine, no, nineteen years or something like that. His last match. Yeah. Nobody's talking yeah. about it's Stone Cold.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. yeah, nobody's talking about
0: Stone Cold coming back and wrestling the match. That's just, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I forgot and it. That's, that's what I say. That's how crazy it is. Because, like, in Damn. a lot of years, that would be the biggest story of the year. But you you mentioned, we, you got to mention, like, six or seven things before <laughs> that.
1: And, and it's, the way it unfolded, all this stuff, it was just like, Cody left. It was like, oh, wow, that's the biggest story of the year. Eh, Stone Go Steve Austin. Oh, my beer. That was the biggest story. Then, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, he came back. Then you had you know, the whole Forbidden Door thing is like, all right, that's the biggest story of the year. Then Sasha Banks leaving. Oh, no, that's the biggest story of the year. Then uh, and you, Vincent... and
0: you, you, and you know who you haven't mentioned, too, among all that, MJF. MJF that's what I'm saying, yeah. F, MJF called Tony Carter, F effing Mark on live TV, left the company for three, what, three months, and then came back. Got to be the number one contender, and now he's the heavyweight champion of AEW. It's like all this
1: what happened- Yeah, and you know what? It's cool because, like, we've talked about this, and you've probably heard mentioned me use this term. Pro wrestling is for me; it's a live action comic book. Most of the stuff that we see unfold in professional wrestling this year has happened in comic book storylines. You would not imagine that stuff happening in real life. And it's like, huh? And then the way the whole Vince McMahon stuff unfolded, it was just like, that's crazy. But what's crazy also with that story is I remember myself and a few other buddies were like, man, I don't know what it is, but it seems like WWE is going to have a scandal pretty soon. And this was like two three years ago. It's like, they're making too much money for no scandal. It's like, you look around the business world, it's like, all right, scandal over here, scandal over there. And it's like, how the hell are you making all this money and no scandal? 2022. Bam. And what's crazy is that it's come out with several reports that um, people within or someone or a few people, what have you from the board kind of leaked that stuff out to the Wall Street Journal. So it's just unfolded like that. And then to top it off, he he left. And now there's word that he wants to regain his power.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And. We, we could we could we could we could look at that like going ahead towards as we as we go ahead but just but going back to how all that unfolded like you know a, a lot of it had to do of course with the sexual abuse or sexual uh, misconduct allegations and stuff with Vince are you surprised that that's what eventually got him out the paint or, or do you think that's that was bound to be what, what was. Cause uh, it, it seems like like with a lot of the coverage like that's happened since it's, it's like, he was tr- sort of playing out some of the things that he was doing in real life on on TV throughout the years. You know, we know that some, like two, at least two of the people who he settled money with, you know, worked on TV you know, a former wrestler and a former manager. So it's like Vince was just out here. Wow, man. And, you know, it, it
1: don't it's, surprise it's, me.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, what do you, in the end, do you think that it's fitting that this is the way that he went out?
1: I wouldn't say fitting. It's not surprising. Um, Myself and a high school buddy of mine who I still keep in contact with, we watched wrestling when we were teenagers, still. Watching everything. And me and him said it 20 years ago. We're like, yo, a lot of this stuff he's doing on TV is too convincing. Like, <laughs> look, man, and of course, a few of our friends, no, oh, he's just playing the character. It's like, there's playing the character, and then there's this. Like, yeah. it don't look like he's playing the character. Like, this is like, no, nah, he's sneaking some stuff in. And to see years later it unfold this way, it's like. Nah, and I'm I'm sorry, you know whatever you believe, you believe and stuff like that. But I'm a strong sticker for vibes. And when you watch Vince McMahon back in the day in those segments, there was a real creepy vibe. Like, mm-hmm. nah, this ain't like I don't know. This is this is kind yeah. of weird. Like,
0: Cause, I mean, I don't he know. already he already like when he really got going with this stuff, he already was like in his fifties, and yeah. he was messing around with women. Who literally was like half his age, like you know what, what are you talking about? Uh, you know Sable or uh, uh Count um, Christie Hemme or you know yeah. all, and all these women who you would flirt with on on screen and do all these sexual things with, like they were really old enough. They were as as young or younger than Stephanie. And you know, of course, he do some wild stuff with Stephanie too. But it's like, you know, dude, is, he he just really got too, like you say, he got too caught up in his character. I guess he was reveling too much in just the success that he, had. so like, I, I don't know, did you see uh, the documentary that came, the, the, the Vice thing that came out yesterday? A lot of it was, you know, old footage already, yeah. but they packaged it in a way where they was just, like, if you didn't know his story from the past 40, 50 years, they Caught you up on all this stuff, and then yeah, and took you up to today with, with what's happened this year. But you know, no, it, I didn't it, catch yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Like like I said, it wasn't it really didn't shine light on anything new, but it it packaged everything well as far as like if you didn't know the whole story, and it gave you some of the backstory and stuff about his his life even before he knew his father and stuff. It was it was okay, but uh, yeah, I'll I was just saying. Like, <laughs>
1: I, I've always said Vince McMahon is the wrestling version of Mr. Burns. I've always said that his characteristics are identical to Mr. Yeah, Burns. I
0: made that comparison a lot. It, but it, I mean, it's, it's wild though too, because like, yeah, he he was he had the privilege of having a father who was a kingpin in the industry, but he did also have that rough. He had rough. He had rough elements of his childhood too. It's stuff that, you know, might have affected him, you know, really for the rest of his life. But, you know, at a certain point, you know, you got to get beyond a lot of that stuff and you got to, you know, I mean, at the same time, he's done a lot for a lot of people. He's made a lot of people money. He's made a lot of people's dreams come true. But, you know, you can't just do whatever you want with people just because you have made a lot of good for people and and created an industry that is. You know, done a lot of good things for people. You that don't mean that you could take advantage of people who are under you and stuff like that as well. You know?
1: Yeah, it's I'm how do I put this? I'm glad that we are past the whole Vince McMahon being in charge of WWE Creative to an extent, because the past six (laughs) months, like it's somewhat watchable. It's somewhat watchable, but there's still it's like.
0: Let's get let's get specific on that. Yeah. <clears throat> what what do you think about essentially Triple H is running things now? Paul Levesque is a shoot name, of course, but Triple H is the man now with and creative. And you know, especially at the the first half of his uh, his reign so far, I think he got a lot of good buzz based off the fact that he wasn't Vince. But yeah. you know, in in the, in more recent times, it's sort of been like. A little bit more shaky from week to week, show to show. And I yeah. know you, like I so you look at things with a critical eye already. So like, what's your take overall on this, this it's, beginning of the Triple H? It's, it, it's
1: watchable. Um, to an extent. Um, but also I think again with WWE, WWE does a, I don't want to say a great job, but they've mastered the art of hype. And hyping things more than what they really are. And Triple H's first, you know, three months, it was like, okay, i seen what he did in NXT, but that's even still like, okay, you had guys when they were hot coming from the Indies, had them for one, two, three years, or two years, then they'd go up to the main roster. It was like, never really had a a wrestler that didn't have anything and you built them from the ground up. So it's like, okay, let's, let's play this out. But in more recent times, a lot of people, and I've noticed this, that he's brought back at least 19 wrestlers that were released. Yeah. Only one of those wrestlers got a vignette building up their return. So you had these other wrestlers that just come back, and it's like – and you watch the reaction from the crowd. It's like, who? And it's like, most of your audience, the main roster audience, like, didn't watch NXT. So it's like, you got to – that's where it's like, okay – This is something that Vince would have never done. You would have brought someone up with a vignette and build it up because that's one that's one characteristics. I do got to give Vince McMahon credit. He understood the art of building up a character as far as presentation. Beyond that, then that was just his thing. You know, it's like, all right, whatever. It's hit or miss. But the art of building a vignette where you're like, man, who is this character? Man, okay. Oh, man, that's the vignette I saw. But it was just a lot of cold returns and, you know, a lot of the people that he brought back outside of Bray, it's like, they're there, but why should I get invested in them? Like, all right. Um, And it just, I mean, his biggest test coming up is going to be WrestleMania in Los Angeles. Like, that's a big test. And, of course, you know, he lucked into having Roman Reigns be one of the hottest heels in wrestling. And of course Sami Zayn getting that over and then it's like, okay, WrestleMania's gonna have this three month build from January to late March, early April. That's three months. What's gonna happen for the next, you know, after that, the next nine months? Like where are you gonna go with the bloodline? You know, where are you gonna where are you gonna go if Roman Reigns drops the title? You know, that's that's all the questions and everything. It's just like
0: yeah. I i I I find it hard to believe that they think it that far ahead, like I, but I, I definitely agree about WrestleMania. Like they're gonna go all in because it's in LA. It's, yeah. it's They're gonna try to make it the biggest WrestleMania yet, and they have they have the potential pieces to make it the the biggest one yet because they have stars in The Rock and Stone Cold and Lesnar. They have crossover stars who they could possibly get involved and making make this into something that mainstream media really gravitates to and yeah. you know make matches that are not only appealing to hardcore wrestling fans but to uh people who just watch wrestling one time a year at WrestleMania so yeah, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be like you like you say that's going to be the first real test for Triple H and it's going to be the first it's going to be the first show that really speaks to his potential legacy as head of, uh, creative for WWE. Like,
1: yeah, it's, I mean, you, that's not easy.
0: Yeah. How did you make this opportunity to make the most of this opportunity? You know, yeah, and did you, did you live up to some of the best shows that Vince uh, has put on in the past.
1: Yeah. Cause it's like getting back to triple H, like a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, of course we've heard this for many years. Like, Oh, he's going to do a great job. He's going to do a great job. And it's like it's, Like, I always tell people, like, slow your roll on that because it's one thing to, oh, he's going to do a great job when Vince is there because you have that, um, you know, that crutch, if you want to call it, you know, hey, you know, I'm good because Vince is there. But now, or canopy of protection, you know, Vince is, you know, look how good I am because, you know, you're judging me off Vince. But now Triple H doesn't have Vince McMahon there, so he's being judged on his own stuff. And, And it's fair. Because like, hey, Vince McMahon isn't there. Okay, let's see what you can do. And it's, you know, it's like, come on, man. You <laughs> excuse other me.
0: People, other people have been in that position before, like Vince Russo. Like, you know, they were brilliant people. They what they would, what they did was deemed brilliant. while they were still with WWE and they had Vince as their protection, but when they had to step out on their own, it was a lot less. It was diminishing returns, you know.
1: Yeah. And that's that's the issue with Triple H's booking, and more recent, it's because it's just like there's no... I used this term on True Heat uh, Podcast uh, two weeks ago, that there's a lot of vagueness to WWE storylines. Like, there's just... It's vague. I wouldn't say it's bad or it's good. It's just... Okay, why? Like, why should I be invested? Like, and you know, again... Outside of Roman and Bray Wyatt, if you really look at Ant, you throw in Seth Rollins, like it's just vague. Like, why should we invest? Like, granted, it's like, all right. And then, of course, uh, if you watch more so raw than SmackDown, uh, one of the biggest criticisms has been the crowds. Like, there's been matches most for most of the show where the crowd is just sitting there. There's no little reaction. And I've always used this term that WWE in the past 20 plus years since they bought WCW, that they've slowly conditioned an audience to witness WWE instead of experience WWE, and by that, you know, you witness WWE, hey, I went to the show, and yeah, it looked good, I got some merchandise, blah, 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 but experience is like, yo, man, we were cheering, we were doing this, man, it was great, you know, this guy came out, and man, you know, they start breaking down storylines, and you don't you don't get that a lot from people that go to WWE, uh, WWE shows lately. It's very few uh, stories that you hear about that. And it's just like, man, you can bring back all these people, but like, you need to fix that. And I've always used this term like, why should I watch a wrestling show where the crowd is like a golf crowd? Like, if I want to watch a crowd not react, I can watch golf. Like, what do I want to watch this for? And. You know that's not only just wrestling wise; it's sports wise. Who wants to watch a basketball game where the crowd is quiet?
0: But even you know. even more so with wrestling, like the the energy of the crowd feeds into the ring and what happens in the ring, and then that that comes across on the TV. Like if you if you at home and that crowd is 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 popping, you you're more likely to want to pop yourself. You know.
1: Yeah, so and I mean a perfect it's, example it's
0: very important. is what happened yesterday.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know, with uh, was it at AEW? Chris Jericho and freaking a no-name guy, Action and and this crowd got behind the freaking. Well, they call him a jobber, and it was so organic. Yeah. It was like, yo, what is going on here? This is crazy, and that's that's pro wrestling. That that it's like,
0: yeah.
1: and WWE it, has the potential.
0: Just, Go
1: ahead, go ahead. That off. Yeah, WWE has the potential to do that. They have the tools to do it, but it's like, man, are you making so much money you just don't like feel it's a necessity to do that weekly on Raw, or just it's only a necessity on WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and whatever, you know, overseas show you do. And it's just like, you know, that that works in the now, but as years go on, it kind of gets like it's kind of repetitive. Like
0: mix well, you, it up, you know. I think even you know we talk about how for years WWE was really the only game in town when it comes to big time professional wrestling here in America. You know, the, uh, AEW has changed that in the last couple of years, and you know it's the AEW has his rock has has his has had its rocky moments, and you know they've you know the they've had some. You know, if I I, it, I wonder how many people outside of like the hardcores really care about uh, ratings and stuff like that. But the ratings have been sort of an issue with AEW at times as well. But one thing that really AEW remains as and and I think this is probably its most valuable uh, aspect as a as an alternative to WWE is that connection with its audience. And like you said, you know, you mentioned the moment yesterday where this no-name guy, uh, you know, a first-time wrestler on the show, comes on and beats Chris Jericho, who is one of the most important wrestlers of the past 30 years, let alone, you know, how important he is specifically to AEW. He comes on and upsets this guy. And and uh, this guy actually is ready, I should say, comes on and upsets Jericho, and he ends up with a contract at the end of the night. He's all elite. You know, Tony Khan announces it online. And it, it's those type of moments, you know, you get those more from AEW. Now, for good and for bad, you get the unexpected more from AEW. And, you know, you mentioned earlier the brawl out, well, you know, moment. Essentially, you know, after their all-out pay-per-view uh, here at, in suburban Chicago, uh, you know CM Punk regains the uh AEW title from uh, John Moxley after a whole thing uh you know injury thing you know Moxley but Moxley takes over that summer he's the interim champion has a lot of great matches and really carries the 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 carries the promotion while Punk and MJF are gone uh but you know they make the decision to uh know have punk beat moxley at all out in front of like say chicago crowd essentially you know they didn't want to riot i guess but uh after after the show punk goes off he 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 has a you know a memorable scrum with the media and uh that causes a a a interaction a a fight essentially with the three of the the uh, vice presidents the executive vice presidents who are also talent in in AEW uh, by the elite uh and you know that essentially ends you know for what we know now essentially ends CM Punk's run in AEW and um you know just from that as a starting point you know what what do you think about the year that AEW has had do you think it's been a challenging year do you think that it's a year that you know do you think they have made any advances as a promotion this year, or do you think that they've just set themselves up for more challenges? You know, I say eight. Um, no, Maxwell Jacob freeman is the champion now. He's a tw- only twenty six years old. He is the future of that company, apparently. But he likes to tease about possibly going to WWE in twenty twenty four. So we don't know. We don't know how much that is him just teasing or what. But you know, like I said, what do you think about the year that AEW has had? and how it's set up for
1: 2023. Man, um I've always and you, we've had the discussion before and I've always said that AEW I have I'm big fan of AEW but I've like I don't have high expectations and not it's not a bad thing but I've always said that there's things that they have to learn because it's still a 3 year company. And I think this year was more of that how do you put it the learning curve over the hump like Whatever profession you go into, you always get to that point where you get that big learning curve, where it just takes you to another level where you're like, man, it tests you. Man, should I be doing this? And all those things that happen and everything. And I think this year was more of a big test. And the fact that out of all the stuff that happened, they've somehow since full gear have like turned another switch and have like this renewed enthusiasm. Going into 2023, um, you know, after Brawl Out, you had uh, Grand Slam and you had the debut of Soraya, formerly known as Paige. She came in. um, Also, I think under the radar in AEW, and this was one of the critiques that they had, you know, when they first started. Look at the influx of African-American talent being highly profiled on AEW. Nobody's talking about that. Like, that was an issue. And now it's just we'll like,
0: definitely talk about that.
1: but and you finally, see, it's a 180. It's a man. It's a 180. Also in the women's division, you got Jade Cargill, Athena, Um, you know, Mercedes Martinez as a Latina and all the like, it's just red velvet. Like, it's like, man, yo, like there's like deep representation and it ain't just and representation. They
0: finally starting to get on the male side, some new guys that they're starting to push up. Towards the yeah. uh, the top of the card, you know Ricky Starks fights yesterday for the title. You know, of course, he didn't. You know, as expected, he didn't win, but he looked respectable. And uh, you know, Brian, you know Daniel Bryan, come, who uh, comes out and uh, gives him a little bit of a rub at the end. So yeah. uh, you know, it looks like that. It looks like going into the new year, Daniel Bryan is really going to be the one to challenge uh, MJF. But you still have Starks, who is available, who looks respectable. As a challenger yeah. as well, and and you know, I hope, like I said, I hope that other guys get similar pushes. You know, maybe a powerhouse Hobbs or, or someone like that, or maybe maybe Swerve coming out of Swerve or Keith Lee oh. coming out of what what they look like, they're about to do. You know, they, yeah. coming out of that, one of them got to get a nice push as well, I think. But oh it's, yeah, it's, it's it's working well. It's working well.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy to think like. Like we said, you mentioned, you look at all the stuff that AEW went through this year and you look at where they are now and you look at the amount of talent they got momentum in AEW. You know, Ricky Stark, Swerve, Darby. Um, You got Willi Uta, you got Wartlow, you got Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Jade Cargill, Red Velvet. Um, yeah. Then you got wrestlers that are going to be returning next year and Chris Statlander. You still got Adam Cole that's, you know, re- recuperating. Then you add on this huge tease that's, you know, for the January 11th uh, Dynamite at the Forum, you know, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Soraya and the mystery partner. And, of course, everybody's like, what the hell? Tony Khan announced a tag team match a month in advance at the Forum. Like, who the hell is their partner? Now it's huge speculation that it could be Sasha Banks, which... Yeah. there's a strong possibility and this isn't just you know well i think like a lot of stuff that reports that are coming out it's like yeah that's a strong possibility like this got cm punk john moxley type vibes like her popping up so i mean if that does happen mind you the week before that show is wrestle kingdom where kenny omega's wrestling uh will osprey and ftr's on the card and of course, you got Carl Anderson from WWE on there, so it's just a lot of momentum yeah. going into 2023.
0: Yeah, that, like I said, we go we to end with some predictions and possibilities for 2023, right? And I know you you have your you have a list that you put out too. We gonna we gonna mention that, but right quick before we do that, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the R O eight situation with A W. And, you know, ROH just put on a, a, a pretty good show, uh it's final battle show. And uh, you know, that was uh, you know, highlighted mostly by the dog collar match with F T R and uh and the Briscoes, a brilliant, you know, brilliant match, match of the year, uh a lot of people are saying at this point. But uh, you know, what, what did you first of all what did you think about that trilogy? All those matches that did occur this year. That's another you know, story. I mean, we talk about big stories from this year, those three matches. And and what do you think overall about the ROH situation within AEW? Like, they don't have a TV deal as of now, but they are apparently going to be bringing back the weekly ROH shows, with. Uh, but it's going to be uh, just available on the Watch ROH app and, and all that. So, You know, do you think that that's being handled the way that it needs to be? And and do you think that there's room for ROH to grow with, uh, you know, they got their titles on some big names right now. Willie Uta, uh, Claudio Castagnoli, Samoa Joe got their titles and everything. And, uh, and of course, the Briscoes just took back the, the tag team title. But what do you think about that ROH situation going into 2023?
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people have said that Tony Khan, you know, it's a L, you know, you couldn't get a TV deal. And I've always told people this. I'm like, you need to look at the bigger picture. You need to look at what the hell is happening in Warner Brothers Discovery, like hmm. the restructuring and all that stuff. And I believe the person that was over the department that AEW is under, like they've changed that position three times within two years or something like that. And I look at it this way, if I'm Tony Khan and I have this brand, I have this business and the people that I talk to as far as pitching, hey, I have this other wrestling project and they keep changing and Warner Brothers is restructuring and look at what they're doing with DC, the whole, (laughs) that whole thing. Why am I going to wait for them to restructure as a business owner? I'm not going to wait for them to restructure. That's going to hurt my business. You know what? When I bought Ring of Honor, I had ROH. Go, you know, the the Honor Club already there. Why am I going to wait? I'm just going to hurt my business. You know what? Put it on there, and then when they get done restructuring, which I believe um, the CEO of Warner Media or Warner Bros. Discovery said the restructuring should end in 2024. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I don't see no problem with them putting it on Honor Club because of that. You know, if you're in a situation where there's constant change and restructuring. You got to help your business first. Like, you can't depend on another business, you know, to, oh, I'll wait and blah, blah, blah. And I remember my buddy back in the day used this quote. He's like, I'd rather have a quick no than a slow net yes. Like, Mm. I'm not going to sit here and wait for people to, you know, twiddle their thumbs. Like, you're going to destroy your business that way. So, for me, I see why he did it that way. Um, I would have liked them to have a TV deal, but considering what's happening in Warner Media, Man go That's... go 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 take care of your business first cuz they don't yeah. it looks like they don't know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good point you made cuz you know, you don't want to put all your eggs in that Warner Brothers basket especially given all the the upheaval and things that are are going on with that company right now and they're merging and things that are going on. You, you know, as it is right now with all you can still you still have flexibility and you still come could uh you know take and you can give and to, or take offers from other companies and other platforms uh as, as you like you know to to put out that programming but one and one interesting thing though still with Warner Brothers but it could be another option that I've been hearing about actually just today is that Warner Brothers is interested in going more that's they're still having a app that's a, a free streaming app as well like uh Pluto. Mm. Yeah like Pluto and uh those type of those type of apps. So uh you no know, that's why you know with uh some of the, the HBO Max shows though know, they've uh recently reported like Westworld and stuff coming off of HBO Max they're looking to put those shows on a free streaming uh platform of slash app and, yeah. and um, you know have you know just have it available to people for free, but you know there'll be ads around it. So I think actually, Ring of Honor that could be a good spot for Ring of Honor, you know, yeah. in the future as well as you know where you can you can have that that R O H stream go, you know, twenty four hour stream channel, you know, show classic R O H as well as your your new shows. That's really somewhere where like a, a impact has thrived. In, in in recent years on free streaming, and has kept uh, well you say you you you, you kind of argue that I, a little I, bit.
1: No, I'm not argue, but um, it was just reported on Wrestling Inc. that Wild Women of Wrestling is outdrawing Impact Wrestling.
0: Oh wow! Well, that that yeah. helps because it's it's on CW. So oh
1: man, I mean, and it, and it's a good product. That's that's the thing. It's a, it's a fun product, man. It it's a really fun show.
0: Yeah I I I peeped it a little bit too and and you know uh I guess before we get to the final you know uh the final predictions or whatever for 2023 yeah, let's talk a little bit about some of these other promotions and these smaller promotions and programs like you know Wow really got going again this year that's another story from the from this past year and being like I say being able to get on a network like CW you know they're not in an ideal uh, spot as far as their their airings, but they like they're still getting some viewers. They're they're getting some traction, and uh, you know uh, they're doing they're doing they're getting off to a, a, a good start. But uh, you know as, as you know whatever you want to mention, you know that or any other uh, promotions that uh sort of stuck out any storylines from uh, elsewhere in the wrestling world that have stuck yeah. out to
1: you. um. I know I've, it's funny because I've actually gotten a lot of retweets and one in particular, Jeannie Buss retweeted my, uh, one tweet about wobbling Wrestling. I was like, holy crap. And that's, I mean, that's one thing I'm grateful for that. I'm seeing a lot of these high profile wrestlers and people in the industry, like either like share view or retweet my stuff. I'm like, oh man, thank you. Finally, it's, I'm turning the page, but no, getting back to that, man. Wild women of wrestling, um, I love the lighting, I love the tempo, the pacing of the show, it's only one hour, so it's easy to digest, um, I've mentioned this numerous times, and other people have said it, while women of wrestling has one of the best vignettes, like, they shoot some of the best vignettes for their wrestlers, that is just like, the content within and the depth is like, damn, this is deep, like, I want to see more of this character. Like, man, can you like do a Total Divas or something? Like, that would be ideal for a brand like Wild Women of Wrestling to do a Total Divas type show. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't tapped into that. Um, but outside of that, I mean, Impact Wrestling, it's, you know, at the beginning of the year, like, man, they were rocking. And then as the year went on, once we got to like, I want to say May, June. It's just like they plateaued. It was just like, all right, you haven't like you should be going to that next level, and it's just like, yeah, they're stuck, and it's just like, eh, uh, MLW.
0: It's weird because mm-hmm. no, just right quick because I like Josh Alexander and I think he's a good champion, but it seemed like like you say the storytelling overall around that belt and at the top of that that show is not what it was at the beginning of the year. And yeah. they, they're not, like, they've gotten, you know, they, they're, they're trying to rely on old, you know, they bring, they bring back guys like uh, a Bully Ray, and they're trying to, you know, rely on people like that again. It's, it's interesting, too, because you're seeing him there in in NWA, and both of those places are sort of having similar problems right now. So although I don't know if you could put it all on Bully Ray. I definitely... There's definitely one guy in the NWA who I put a lot of issues on, but
1: Oh you know, man.
0: But uh that, no, 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 that's who, a whole nother fandom yeah.
1: about that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, the god. guy
0: who's holding their title, they they really could you know, yeah. go away with And you know what?
1: Guy. It's it's funny you mention that because I've I noticed this last year when I was watching both companies, and I was like, man, I, I thought I was the only one, but other people have said it that. Impact Wrestling and NWA, their strongest division is their women's division. Yet oh, yeah. they push more of the women or the men, and it's like, bro, you got strong women's division. That should be the forefront of your show instead of the men. And it's just like, well, and the parents, man, it's just, apparently,
0: apparently, uh, you know, uh, Billy Corgan don't really have respect for the women. Apparently, according to what uh, Nick Oliver. I don't easy. care
1: if that was character or real life. That was the most stupidest thing to say. And it's like all these independent wrestlers. Mind you, I went to the well, Women's Wrestling Army show um, man, a few months ago at the Logan Square Auditorium. Hmm. Most of those women, are they're not signed to a company. I'm like, yo, that's like 20 women right there that are talented and deep. They've been on AEW Dark. Like, Yo, they were on the show last year, like, what are you talking about? And it's just like I, I don't know, I don't get it. um, I don't know how long he's gonna be in the industry um <laughs> but outside of that the the one bright spot I do like is m l w and what they're doing yeah. um yeah. that's that's always like a fun man that is a too, fun show man. that's a fun show to just watch and just you know digest and everything um trying to think I of wish, another promotion I
0: wish that w had a, a bigger platform and but it's and it's funny because they got this lawsuit going on now with the wwe yeah and apparently wwe might have been hating on them and got gotten in the way of them getting on uh tubi or something like that yeah
1: so, and that's you know. like hmm so i mean it it's going to be an interesting uh oh pro wrestling world going into 2023
0: um yeah do, do you, know. you think do you do you think that 2023 could be even wilder than 2022
1: yeah like <laughs> that, yeah i'm not i'm not even gonna oh maybe no there's no thinking about it. it's the fact that the second week of january there's a possibility of sasha banks debuting in an aew the second and, and, and week
0: of... Already, she's she's going to be in Tokyo. So, so we already know she's going to be at the Tokyo. It,
1: exactly. In the first two weeks. That's the yeah. first two weeks. And, you know, to think that, um, you know, of course, people are like, oh, Sasha Banks ain't going. She's not there. And it was already reported that she had a release. Um, Came out today that she had a release back in June. And, you know, there was reports that WrestleCade wanted to contact her, like, hey, you know, any bookings? And this is the first time where it's like, yeah, she might be doing stuff outside of WWE, and it was reported that her people told them like, she's not taking any wrestling bookings, keyword, wrestling bookings, mm-hmm. till January 2023, and it's like, hmm? And then, of course, in the last few weeks, we've seen her trademark names for businesses, art, music, wrestling purposes, and it's like, Alright, you got all these trademarks. Um, you ain't taking bookings till January twenty twenty-three, and it's like all right, you weren't at Survivor Series, but then a couple of days later you were at the Celtics game. It's like your girls taking pictures with Jade Cargill.
0: And, and see, it's like, I know I know people might be more disappointed if like if 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 it works out this way, but I, I don't think you should sleep on tr- Trinity. You know, possibly making that leap either to AEW. Exactly. You know, maybe, maybe she might be the the secret uh partner as well. I don't know.
1: And maybe. you know what I've mind you, and you know how I review my shows. I'm very objective. It's like, okay, you know, I'll see the good in the show and the bad in the show, no matter what. And WWE, outside of Bianca Belair, and <laughs> damn. Like their women's division has regressed under Triple H's booking, which is crazy because he was the part of the women's revolution
0: with some injuries and stuff, though. But yeah,
1: and it's it's just very vague. You know, the whole thing with Ronda Rousey and it's like, okay, they need a mouthpiece. Why don't you put Sonya Deville with them and everything? And I mentioned this to my buddy. He's like, no, Sasha Banks going to come back. I'm like, dude, what else is there for her to do in WWE? Like literally besides make money. What else is there for her to do? Like, yeah. if you're a person that's challenged, you know, if you're a person that, man, I like a challenge, she's faced everybody. And, you know, of course, one person like, oh, well, you know, they brought Cody Rhodes and faced Seth Rollins. I'm like, who in the women's division is being booked to the level that Seth Rollins was when Cody Rhodes returned? There's no one. Man. So it's like when you look at the optics, it's like, yo her going to AEW and wrestling a couple of dates in Japan which if you go back to the stone cold podcast she's like I was ready to go to Japan before WWE contacted me so it's like hmm all right i'm starting to see these these just, let me put this puzzle together and see where this yeah, is going it definitely, like, definitely okay. she's
0: like she's it definitely seems like she's been intent to do some work in Japan yeah and, you know Maybe it's best. It's best this way. I think. Yeah. Like, like with, with it, at this point, you know, with Triple H, is they're letting people have little bit of freedom. Definitely more than what Vince would do. Like when you look at Carl Anderson being able to defend the never open way title, you know that's something that Vince would never have let him do. But you know, he, oh yeah, he, he would have dropped share. the title.
1: Yeah. Was it this past? Was it yesterday? He would have dropped the title, which. A lot of people think that's a doorway for WWE. Like, oh, they have an agreement. What What happened was before uh, Gallows and Anderson returned to WWE, they already agreed to work the Wrestle Kingdom. So it's more WWE letting them honor their word with Japan. Like, hey, yeah. just finish that up and everything. Which, I don't have no problem with that. It's like, I benefit as a wrestling fan covering it. It's like, you're gonna have yeah, exactly. WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, screw it. All right, let's have fun. Even though I'm going to be up at two in the morning watching it. All right, I I'll have fun.
0: You've done it before, yeah. But oh,
1: man, it, I, I dread know. it.
0: <laughs> but we, we, though, right? Quick though, we talk about like restriction, like stuff being more open for the for the wrestler. Like, of course, you get one more wild story to pop out this year at the end of the year with uh with Mandy Rose. And, uh, you know, that might be, I don't, like I said, I don't know exactly how much she was showing on her little, oh. Family, but. Oh, you know, birthday she, suit. She was going all the, she, she's showing all, everything.
1: Birthday suit.
0: Wow. I, I I saw, I saw a couple of like pool things. But she really. I, I might have to <sighs> oh, no. Bit, but, but <laughs> birthday <laughs> but, suit
1: with somebody else's birthday suit.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, do you, do you it, think- it it wasn't
1: hold on, I'll put it like this. It wasn't um it wasn't uh what's the term like it it was it wasn't racy content. It was explicit. Okay. You know, there's a difference. There's a difference.
0: I'll just leave it at that. Do you think like like first off that I think the the match that she wound up having with with Roxanne was was good. And I like that Roxanne got the title. They it's apparently that was the plan anyway, but they were gonna do it at their the show on January, January tenth, actually my birthday. (laughs) But uh but Roxanne they pushed it up I guess I guess because of this issue. But uh, you know, do you think you think they handled it the right way? You know? Yeah,
1: man, you know what? I've seen people on TikTok create videos about it they're wrong they're wrong and it came out today that WWE knew of the explicit content that she was doing yeah. um they had received word from Mattel like hey you know mm. we got a business you know that doesn't fit in our parameters you know it came out also that Mandy Rose was making more money doing that content than in the WWE yeah, so wow. it's kind of like you know WWE had their stance you know she had her stance and it wasn't I don't think it was, it was ugly or anything. It was just more like, hey, you know, you keep doing this. You know, you're making – you're probably – yeah, I'm making more money here Here's here. It's like, hey, you know what? We got to release you because of the, you know, the business partners that we have and stuff like that and the image and stuff like that. And, of course, it goes against what they – the agreement within their contract as far as third party that way – Um so I mean I don't have no issue with it. I see WWE side to it. I see her side sticking to it. Like, hey, I'm making more and it's,
0: money. Have seen that? Like, what uh, was a What's a girl who went away before? Uh, uh, who was with a uh, uh, Legato de Defi- Fantasma? Now, Selena. Selena, yeah, like that was essentially the issue with her a year ago or so, right? Like she she didn't want to lose her third party, uh, you know, earning earnings, and they let her go. But eventually she came back. So I think, you know, with Mandy, there's the the possibility of her coming back, you know, if she she eases up on that other stuff.
1: Yeah. And that was the thing. Like, a lot of people making comparisons. Oh, you know, this person had third party. And it's like, no, here's the difference. Like, she was on, was it free time or whatever that platform is, which was like a lower tier OnlyFans and it's yeah. like oh,
0: yeah.
1: no, they were on they were on Twitch. Like yeah, they were yeah, talking definitely. video yeah. games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, and I think so Selena had
1: an OnlyFans, but like most of them yeah. were showing explicit images. Like she like her,
0: her stuff was there's like an like gaming image gaming stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Twitch, and like man. what Mandy Rose was posting, it's like, yo, like <laughs> hey, if you're making money, hey, I'm, I ain't yeah. knocking nobody's hustle. Exactly. So that's like for me, I'm like. I see both sides like what is their this oh why did they fire you know why did they release her she can afford to get released they can afford to release her yeah. what? it's business like alright and,
0: and, and again bringing it back to the ring I think you know it was about time that she you know whether it's they let her go or yeah. that, so it was about time that she came up off that NXT title and that they got exactly. somebody else over in that division
1: and what people miss is that she did business the right way. She, she put did. Roxanne over. She did it, you know, it wasn't no scene or anything like that. She did it right. the right way. And it's like, she did business the right way. You know, they released her. I believe I, I believe she made a statement. I haven't read her thing. From what I've seen, it wasn't anything like, oh, I hate th-. it wasn't anything like that. So it's like it's business. Like, and I think that's something, man, that's one thing that irks me about some wrestling fans like. There's more to wrestling than wrestling. There's the business aspect. Like it's a business. That's what it is. Like you're gonna get stuff like this, and more than likely, she'll probably come back as like stack up money, and it's like you know what? I'll come back for you know a WrestleMania run or an appearance.
0: Exactly.
1: Look, that's how you leverage your character and your power. That's what people are doing.
0: Yeah. And I'm all I'm all for the talent having as much. Uh, leverage and, and power as they can have because yeah. it's, not, it's not an easy business and they they don't have a lot of rights especially when you compare to like the 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 others to sports where you have collectively bargain agreements and stuff like that and you know you yeah. have essential you have essential uh, uh, you know standards for for money and everything like that. For money shares and everything like that, they don't have that stuff in wrestling. So when it comes down to like each individual, you know, they got to get it how they live. And they got to get it, you know, they got to look out for themselves when it comes to the bargaining table. So you know, do what you got to do. It's like, hey, you know,
1: just, just I'm all for it, man.
0: <laughs> right, right. And I'm, and when you look like Mandy Rose, I don't, you know, show. I'm, I'm all for <sighs> what you got. <laughs> but uh, Woo, anyway. Let's wrap up uh let's wrap up this session man with like say you you have your your predictions uh for 2023 you know uh again look at you know all this content Yeah, I got I got to
1: release it. Now, yeah, thank yeah. you for reminding me. I have to release that. I'm almost done with the top 200. Like last year I didn't do the the predictions cuz it was just crazy going into 2022, but 2023 I got some predictions.
0: Yeah, look look out for all of Dedridge's content on uh house of wrestling. Uh, his his top 20, top two hundred wrestlers list, right?
1: Yeah, it grew from the first list that I did that you looked at was the top fifty. So in the in three years, it's gone from fifty to two hundred. But that shows you just how deep the wrestling pool is. And there's people. There's another five hundred to a thousand people that I left off. Yeah, there's, it's just that deep.
0: That you 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 serious about it, man? I I I couldn't imagine like i i i watch a lot of wrestling man but i couldn't imagine watching as much as i do and doing the meticulous work that you do alongside it to to put out the content that you do man i i definitely give you your props for that man but uh you know I, like i say you do that for you know because you love it and you, you're getting the responses that you get online well the the like this the, the interactions that you get with the uh the like say people like Jeannie Bus and and uh, you know workers and everything people and the wrestlers themselves and stuff. So you know as as you continue on into this coming year twenty twenty three, you know what what are some of the things that you willing to stand out on a limb and say, you know I I think this is going to happen or that's going to happen or you know look out for this or that you know that that you want um, you know?
1: the big one. I am pretty sure that we're going to see CM Punk back in AEW.
0: Back in AEW?
1: With with FTR. And the reason why I say that, and I mentioned this, was the last Thursday I went live uh, with one of my buddies on TikTok, and I mentioned this, I'm like, historically, when wrestlers troll other wrestlers, it's eventually their way of teasing, like, hey, come back, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like it's usually that. So what? Like, what
0: the elite did essentially here? Yeah. A couple of weeks. And
1: ago. the way they did it, it's like if you know their history, like, no, nah, they. Time heals all wounds, and especially you give enough time, it's like, man, you know what? Let's just look. We got money. Like we got money on the table. Like there's money in a Kenny Omega CM Punk feud, with that history.
0: Then you add on. They that that never happened. Yeah. pettiness.
1: But then. Then you also look at FTR. They still want to challenge the Young Bucks. And it's like, okay, FTR was teaming with uh, CM Punk. They had plans of them being a trio champion. It's like, all right, CM Punk, he's going to be out till, was it May, June? Hmm. So beginning of next summer, you bring CM Punk on your TV? And then it's like, okay, are we going to do a double switch with MJF and CM Punk, where MJF is the face? And CM Punk is the top heel. It's like I see that happening. I really do see that happening. Um, that's my biggest prediction. I, I I see it.
0: Let's go back to another another one, right quick that we already talked about. Does Sasha go full time with either AEW or WWE by the end of the year? Uh,
1: 2023. I think she's. More but than yeah, likely. Not the, end have of a
0: not the end of
1: 2022. Yeah. Um, I believe she's going to have a multi-year contract, and of course, in AEW and how AEW structures their contract, I believe it's probably going to be similar to what John Moxley had when he first went in, where he was able to do the Japan dates and everything. And looking at Tony Khan's history with wrestlers that want to wrestle in Japan, it gives them the flexibility to do it.
0: So you, so, so you said she she has a deal with AEW that allows her to work yeah. in Japan as well as America.
1: Yeah, I, I see that happening. And with Tony Khan teasing uh, New Japan AAA, A uh, DDT Wrestling at the media scrum for ROH, it's like, dude, he's bringing everybody in. It's like, nah, she she's going over there, and I mean. Getting back to WWE, it's like WWE's gonna have that great. They're gonna have a big build for WrestleMania. I mean, it's. I'm not gonna take that away from. Them, but then it's like after WrestleMania, that's when you need to deliver. Like people already been talking about this WrestleMania for two years. It's like now you got to deliver after WrestleMania. Now,
0: that, with well, that being said, looking forward, do you think that MJF will be in play for WWE? Towards the end of the year, or will he be wrapped up? Will Will we Will he be locked down with AEW?
1: So his contract does end, I believe it was reported January twenty twenty four. Yeah. Um. Me personally, I think he's standing AEW for the simple fact that you you're starting to see like like going back to their WWE storytelling it's very vague. And they're relying heavily on uh, veteran talent, and you don't see very, you don't see a lot of young talent getting that rub. Like you don't see a lot of them, like just like man, I want to invest in them. Like you don't see a lot of that. Um, I do think he stays in AEW, and I don't know, 2024, 2025, we might have NJF Cody for the AEW Championship just saying that's reckless speculation
0: you know i i would like to agree with you i think in most i think in two out of those three cases i could see those wrestlers being in AEW. but i think at least one of them will be in in wwe and and i would say it may be more likely that cody a mjf happens in wwe uh, yeah know,
1: the other x the other thing to think about is this whole vince mcmahon trying to come back like right now it's you know there's nothing but man if he tries to come back the the legal battle yeah that's going to take place like messy, i think man. that's something that that'll if it mad. happens in 2023 man that's going to be crazy for wwe yeah
0: that, that'll be messy and that's why i think they gotta, they gotta either nip that in the bud right away, yeah, or, or, or they, yeah, they could, like, I say that if that happens, that could mess up a lot of stuff business wise for WWE because just that report the other day, stock prices came down, <laughs> like exactly the perception of Vince getting back into power for real, like people do not want that really, and uh, so that i i i I'll, I'll give you that like if vince like tries to make a mess of things next year that could affect wwe on tv in in every way possible yeah. that could come down to morale what talent, yeah what talent wants to be on what side and all that yeah i it, it's it's a lot of what like i i'm i'm, I'm i was kind of when i gave you that question i was sort of like man i don't know how 23 could be more wild than 22, but now I'm starting to think like it could be, man. So,
1: like, this is like, what the hell? We're not even like you think this year, like, it started with Tony Khan's tweet about Big Swole, yeah, and that was the big thing. And now yeah, you look yeah, back, yeah. nobody even talks about that anymore. Like, they'll bring it up, but it's everything's about Vince, and just it's like how much stuff happening? It's like, man, but yeah, that Vince McMahon, if he tries to, like, most wrestling fans are like, oh, that's nothing, but, like, if you know the business world, and when people try to come back in power, and the mm-hmm. legal battles, and the stuff they try to maneuver, like, that could get ugly for WWE, and it's like, man, I don't think you guys underestimate, like, if he's dead serious like that, he's going to try to, like, come back, and it's like, that that could be really messy, and you know, it. I don't know, man. We'll see what twenty twenty three has. But on the wrestling side, I'm looking forward to it. Outside of WWE, I'm looking yes. forward to it. Within WWE, I'm like, are gonna no, get probably The Rock, Cena, Bad Money, Lesnar at WrestleMania. It's like, all right.
0: You would you would you you expect the Rock at WrestleMania? Yeah.
1: I mean, if they don't have the Rock at WrestleMania, like. And I believe right now they one match that they have penciled in which I don't I'm all for that match which is Gunther and Brock Lesnar. Gunner,
0: yeah,
1: I'll watch that match seven times. Like, give me that match. That's I'll love that match. But outside of that, it's like, man, we're probably gonna get Bianca and Charlotte Flair. We're probably gonna get Becky and Ronda Rousey. Um, we're probably gonna get Cena and Logan Paul. Um, trying to think of anything else because with the with Roman Reigns, it's like... Do think
0: Austin comes back again?
1: Yeah, he's... Actually, that's the thing. If we get Rock and Roman, we're probably getting Austin and Cody? Or Austin and... I don't know how that's going to work out, but... I mean, Russell is going to be dope for nostalgic purposes, but like as far as progressing any current storylines, it's just like... It's like... Eh, whatever. They're not paying me. It's like whatever. <laughs> it's like they're not paying me. It's like ah, whatever.
0: Well, we we definitely gonna check back with you uh probably around that time, and uh you know, maybe we'll preview Mania and all that. But you know, man, and in, in in the meantime, man, let people know you know where to uh, follow you and and keep up with your work because as as you know as we spent the last hour telling you, man, there's gonna be no lack of of great stuff. To follow both in and out of the ring when it comes to to uh, professional wrestling uh, coming up. So, let people know how man, can I'm i'm
1: them. Man, I am dreading that first week of January. I'm like, <laughs> man, that's a right. lot of work, yeah. but I'm like, eh, eh, alright, whatever. No, you can follow me. Um, you can follow House of Wrestling. That's a, you know, House of R-A-S-S-L-I-N uh, Facebook, Twitter, instagram youtube you can follow me on tiktok which i post most of my wrestling content um you can follow me at dedrin 180 underscore i believe that's what my handle is because i've had to tweak it a little bit Uh, you can follow me on twitter at dedrin 180 and instagram at dedrin 180 and man all the content on house of wrestling if you go through the ig story is nostalgia and just what we love about professional wrestling and stuff like that. I rarely do videos on all the drama in wrestling, which is crazy. I just review. I'm like, I ain't got time for that We're damn for drama. Shows, yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: but it's, it's No, weird. the reason
1: why I don't do it, man. One of the reasons why I don't do it is because I know the wrestling news cycle is quicker and it changes more than the sports news cycle. I'm like, yeah. in six hours, this story is going to be old. Like, nah, I ain't doing it. I feel you.
0: I feel you. And, but, you know, definitely... Dedrian, your Dedrian's platform is for real, real lovers of wrestling. So it ain't it ain't necessarily just for people who want to gossip and you know get caught up in scandal. But they, like I say, there is a lot of that to be had in wrestling if you want so. um, it. Man, it, it's it's it, it,
1: it's wild, man. It gives
0: you, it, but people want people still like to try to clown, you know, grown people who in the stuff. I'm like, man wrestling touches on everything that makes America great and everything that makes America insane. So I'm all, look, look
1: at this in the past three days, we got stories about Vince coming back, Mandy Rose being released. Um, Sasha Banks being interviewed by Bailey on IG live. And then more information about, uh, Sasha Banks, uh, release. That was just in the past three days. Mm-hmm. three days <laughs> three days that's that's content for a month in three days and i'm like and somebody's like oh the year's gonna be great i'm like yeah there's still more days and yeah, there's, there's there's gonna be more stories coming out <laughs> pro wrestling never sleeps
0: that, there you go that's that's the phrase right there pro wrestling never sleep you, you put that on a t shirt really man pro wrestling never sleeps <laughs> But that's, that's what we're go we going to leave it at that, though. Because, uh, you know, pro never sleeps. But uh, we we always going to keep an eye on it here, as, as definitely Dedrian is. So uh, that's it for now. You know, Fandemonium, War Media. You know, keep up with us online, everywhere, at War Media. That's how we get down. And, uh, yeah, our man Dedrian, always on the case when it comes to the square circle. So we appreciate you, bro. And uh yeah, have a good 2023. And uh hopefully, like I say hopefully those uh those early mornings covering Japan or whatever, it don't get to you too much.
1: Oh man, I'm covering Japan that morning and then dynamite later that night.
0: <laughs> yeah. But make sure you take care of yourself, man. Get to rest when you whatever you can. Man. Oh, Thank
1: I you. will. I will, man. I have no choice.
0: All right. I'm definitely going to get mine as well. So like I said, we'll holler at y'all later. And uh, that's it. We out.